are listening to the Freeform Rock Podcast with Mark Alden Taylor. Hi, this is uh, the Freeform Rock Podcast with always your 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 guy, our guy, everybody's guy, Mister Lee Lee Chase Man. In fact, they chase me all around the room, and I say, "Hey, guy, I ain't your guy." Oh, Lee Gersman. <laughs> You got, the blues. you got the vodka that you don't share. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they, they chase me because they want me to give them my vodka. <laughs> and they'd say, I'd rather give you a kiss. And they say, uh, and the vodka? And I go, get out of here. Uh, and we have a special guest today. We have uh, Allison. Introduce yourself. Allison Otto, I am the Starry. Hello. How is everybody? I hope you all are having an amazing, wonderful day. We are. I have breakfast. Uh, it took that's a two-hour awesome. walk. <laughs> so, so far, I am. That's so far. good. Until he starts right listening to bad music, and then he's going to be a grumpy grump. Uh, yeah. Aww. All right. So, uh, today we had some tragic news. We lost Bob Kulik. Uh, Lee, you probably know yeah. more about him than I do. Explain who this guy is. Um, yeah, well, Bob Kulik, he, um, well, originally back in 1966... He was in some kind of a band called something like the other blues band. I don't remember the name totally, but he did like a small EP with them. But then later he auditioned for Kiss, and and then um, when Ace really got the job, um, Paul and Gene still liked Bob enough where they they said let's keep in touch. So they did music with him on stuff like alive to and he was and, his kids were yeah. god of thunder oh well well that's bob ezrin oh but, my bad i'm sorry no no but it's still a bob it's all good yeah <laughs> but, yeah yeah but but anyway um um but um bob kulik then he um he was also in a group called balance which mm. i i had their album and it's obscure but you can sometimes find it for a dollar in a thrift store. But then, then I, I, you know, that that was kind of a different kind of music. But then he went on to do groups like Blackthorn, which had Frankie Benali from Quiet Riot. And also, um, I, I, I'm trying to remember the guy's name. Oh, Graham Bonnet, who was yeah. a good, good singer. And, and they did some great stuff. And he did a solo album. And he's the brother of Bruce Kulik, who later became a guitarist officially with Kiss. And um, I don't Didn't know. Did he change his name to Eric Carr or something? Oh no! Oh no! Um, Eric, Eric Carr. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, and then yeah, yeah. I can't remember his name. No, no, it's all good. But but Eric Carr originally, he, he had a different, like Eric Caravello. And but but anyway, yeah, um Bob he was having some kind of issues with with um feeling he was not being respected um with kiss and stuff. Um and so he was doing interviews like about maybe a few months ago and and then so it's kind of peculiar how he died now and um i'm i mean i i don't know why 
but um, I'm thinking, you know, he, he might have been feeling very hurt about a lot of things. And Probably. I, and I, and I was like, you know, his music's great. I, I, I like Blackthorn and I really, really dig his solo album, Skeletons in the Closet. That's a good album to hear. And, and, you know, and yeah. so, and so he just, um, I, I just randomly went in a Facebook group and noticed someone posted something about Bob and, yeah. and then I looked and, and it said that he died. So then I looked it up, but I wouldn't have known unless I looked it up. So I'm, I'm like, I, I just, I just found out myself. Well, your post told me, and then I went and looked it up, and then I posted it in the group. And I was like, yeah. wow, I said, this this happened. I go, I, I didn't think he was, like, sick or anything, because he was, like, talking a few weeks ago about how he doesn't get enough yeah. credit. And yeah, and I only found out this and now. Yeah. And so, yeah, um, I thought it was really bad. I, and I know him and his brother were having, like, a little fight, and I hope uh, Bruce doesn't, like, feel sad and stuff that maybe... They didn't. They didn't squash that beef they had. Yeah, um, I heard that. Well, I heard that Bruce had had a restraining order out on him. I, um, from what I gather, it seems like Bob didn't really know why there was a restraining order. I don't know, but they used to. Both of them used to go on the Chris Kiss cruises and play. You know, yeah, so yeah. Like, and I, they were, they were great. Well, the the one thing that I will say, and like I I don't know Bruce's side of it, so I I I respect him too, and I don't want to get into any kind of this side or that side. But from what I understand, they were on the Kiss cruise, and there were two guys who were performing one was a vocalist and one was the drummer and i forget their names but they at the moment are performing with slash but bob kulik had been asked by different people like in the record business or the touring business hey you guys are really good want to go out on the road and he asked the guitarist not i mean the the singer and the drummer, if, if they'd be up for it, they said, well, we do have our commitment with Slash. But during times when we don't have that, sure, we'd be up for it. And then so he was like, okay. Then he asked Bruce. And then Bruce said, no, I don't want to do that. And so Bob felt kind of hurt because he thought it was yeah, an opportunity that, that it was an opportunity for them to do something and they couldn't, kind of like that. He could have got another guitar, another guy, you know. <laughs> but I guess he wanted yeah. to be with his brother. But um... yeah, I kind of like the Led Zeppelin thing, where if it ain't John Bonham, it has to be a member of the family. It can't just be Joe Blow. And <laughs> so I guess because there wasn't any other Kulik member, <laughs> then I guess he felt like. It had to be another Kulik guy. There's there's really maybe, no one who can play like Bruce. That's gonna, how he thought. Maybe it was going to be uh, billed as the Kulik brothers <coughs> or something. Yeah. That's what they wanted. But uh, Bruce, I love Bruce on Kiss Records, freaking Revenge. I know a lot of people like it or hate it. 
I like most of that album. I think he's a really um, yeah. Revenge is awesome. Yeah. I like Carnival of Souls too. Wow. I think that's oh, a really, really good album for guitar that work. That was when Kiss was in their grunge era. Oh yeah, I mean, it's like to me, two groups that went out of their wheelhouse and did great stuff was Motley Crue '94 with John Karabi. Yeah, I don't really, I'm not a big fan of that. Carnival. Okay, do you like do you like Theater of Pain? It's alright, but I take Girls, uh, Girls, Girls over it. Okay, well that's a good album. It's alright. Well, oh, like um, you're, you're not, you're not as, you you, I guess to you, Allison, Crew is more like Muckley Crude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like I like Too Fast for Love, Shout the Devil, Girls, Girls, Girls. I hate Doctor Feelgood. Okay, well I I I, I own about it. How. I don't play it because I'm like, you know what? I don't like that. He's the one that called that feel good. I'm like, nope. Sorry. That song oh. has such a grungy guitar on it. It's like I like I'm the sorry, song, though. It's amazing. Like that. He's the one that called that to feel good. No. Dude, that song is all right. Till Jimmy's secondhand hood deals out of Hollywood. I love that lyrics, man. Please no. <laughs> That's yeah. awesome. Mm. You have you have you have a good opinion. I mean, you you have strong opinions too, Allison. Unfortunately, yes, you don't much. always agree with mine. But I mean, that can change if That's I keep pestering you. <laughs> I'm kidding. All right, I'm, man. I mean, I don't hate Doctor Feelgood. I just don't like the majority of it. I can only stand like two, one or two songs, maybe three. I just can't remember right now. Uh, just take off the ballads, and the album's amazing. Uh, without, but yeah, but Bruce is good album. I mean. Bruce is a good vocalist, is all I wanted to say. Yeah. So, I mean, guitarist. All right. So mm -hmm. that's our tribute to Bob Kulik. And we're going to play Larger Than Life from uh, Kiss Alive 2 with uh, Bruce playing the solo on it. So here's Larger Than, yep. Life, 2, Larger Than Life from Kiss Alive 2 with Bob Kulik. And uh, uh, happy trails, right, Bob. Right. We'll miss you. <laughs>
Okay, that was Larger Than Life by Kiss with Bob Kulik on lead guitar. And now let's get to our Nirvana review. But before we get to our Nirvana Nevermind review, we have an interview with uh, three members of Nirvana. So take it away, guys. We decided to start a band, and initially the band was just a, a Credence Clearwater cover band to play in bars and hopefully make enough money to where we could buy some art supplies. But, um, people caught on. These rednecks in our hometown started taking off their big 10-gallon hats and going, Woohoo! You guys are great! And, and uh, all of a sudden we decided, well, maybe we can make some more money at this. To heck with art. Because music isn't art. There was, they had a peculiarity. Instead of clapping, they'd grab their suspenders and flip them. It was really wild. Well, remember, whatever the charts. They helped it in distribution. You know, they got out and yeah, did right. a good job at distributing. Yeah, DGC yeah. is a great company. They really know how to promote us. And uh, I see our records everywhere, in every store we go into. It's really nice to know. People can buy at any time. That's basically what we wanted. We just wanted people to have a chance to buy our record. We didn't know that so many people would buy it. We weren't prepared for it, and uh, it's never been a main goal of ours. You know, we really don't care about anything like that. We just want to put out a good record, hopefully. The people who liked our first album would like this one also. And, um, I mean, of course we want to make a comfortable living at it to at least be able to eat, you know, and travel on tour. But as far as like getting in the top ten, we don't care at all. We know it won't happen, you know, it won't last for very long, so... Hopefully, we we just want that, um, like where we come from, like the underground or the alternative scene, people, if they buy our record and they like it, they'll try to find out where we came from and they'll discover bands like Sonic Youth, Melvin, Dinosaur Jr., and they just go on and on, but I blah, 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 and, uh, Shonen Shonen Captain America, um, just kind of change things, kind of kick out the old guard, bring some freshness back in music. I don't know if the mainstream deserves it, but mankind might be redeemable, so. But the underground's always been there. Yeah, it's always been available to the public, it's just that um, there haven't been very many opportunities for bands who are aware of underground music to, um, to promote it. You know, in, in a mainstream sense, it doesn't happen very often, so people forget after a few years, like, you know, the Sex Pistols were in the top ten, ten years ago. Clash. The Clash, the Ramones, Blondie. It's always been there. Plus, it was just a good friend of ours who did the strings. Yeah. It wasn't it like some hired studio musician. Yeah, it wasn't. In fact, we knew we wanted string, we knew we wanted a cello on one song, but... We kind of forgot about it until the last day. There was only like one more day to do it, and we were at a party, and we decided to ask our friends if, we knew, if they knew anyone who played cello. And it just so happens one of our good friends played, so we brought him in the next day, and he did it. Usually when there's a large city, there are a lot of bands. <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't know why they're all good. But those, those bands that you just mentioned, Tad, Mudhoney, and Soundgarden, are pretty much the only bands from Seattle I personally have liked. The rest of them I don't really care for that much, so... I think there are at least a handful of good bands in every city. 
Well, we, we grew up on um, industry rock while we were young, you know, like Led Zeppelin and Aerosmith and stuff like that. And earlier on, we were into the Beatles. But um, I think the, the, the style of music that most affected us while we were teenagers was punk rock. It pretty much changed our lives. It made us realize that you don't have to be a good musician. You just have to appreciate music and, and understand passion. You just want to have a good time. Punk rock to a child with adrenaline problems is like a dream come true. <laughs> How have we defined our music? Uh, rock and roll, punk rock, music, hard rock, hard pop rock, hard pop rocks popping on your tongue, crickling and crackling. <laughs> Maybe REM. Yeah, REM's great. It just seems that, you know, a lot of the, the mainstream commercial bands are just, you know, they're just mega money machines and they're not willing to do anything different because... It's not challenging musically. And it's it's not the same financially feasible, you know. A lot of the rock bands are just like Aerosmith, Hanoi Rocks, Rehashes, you know, to the point where all the singers look the same, guitar players have the same moves, the same sound. In certain areas, I mean, if, pe if, if people are going to write about you, um, really, you can't do anything about it. All you can do is refuse to do interviews. I mean, you're still going to get your pictures taken, and, you know, they're going to write about you if they want to or not. So, in that sense, there's nothing you can do about it. But I don't think that if you have the same values that we do, there's any um, threat of us like being sucked into the, the way of thinking that most corporate labels do. You know, we're not going to just worry about our career in the business sense of it at all. It doesn't matter. It never has, so there's no reason for us to change now. Everyone that we work with, uh, we work with well. You know, they understand us, so there's there's no threat of that, I don't think. I think that mentality has been pretty much exhausted by this time. I mean, we have been proven by our fans that they still like us. I mean, we've sold out all the shows on this tour, and there's still a lot of people who were into our earlier album are into it now, so... Yeah, I don't think it really matters anymore, and bands like Sonic Youth and Us and, and Dinosaur Jr. and a lot of other bands like the Pixies, you know, have proven that you can be on a major and still do what you want. It's just a new thing, so it'll take a while for people to realize it. Okay, that was Nirvana talking about the album Nevermind and music around that time. And, um, yep. so it was pretty cool. An era of, wait, an era of grunge, alternative, and rock. They wanted to, like, mix that. Yeah, they were pretty cool, man. So, um, Allison, you're they like... still are. So, Allison, you're like, what, 15 going on 16? And yeah. And you actually like good soon. music. How'd that happen? <laughs> How did I get, like, into that good music? Well, my dad introduced me to, like, Kiss, Van Halen, ever since I was, like, eight years old. He would play it, and I was just like, all right, this shit's cool. And back then, I was like, I was like, eh, with the rock, and then I always was, like, into, like, my pop music, and then I was like, you know what, this shit sucks, when it started getting into, like, 2015, and I was like, I want to, like, do something different. And then I was first, like, into punk rock, emo music. I was actually emo back then. And then huh. ever since I, yes, I was, ever since I turned like 14, I was like, you know what? This is not me. I want to like get into grunge and heavy metal. And I 
when I discovered Nirvana. I've known Nirvana since I was like eight years old. Smells Like Teen Spirit, of course, was the first song I heard. And I started listening to them the more and more and more, started finding out all this information. And I was I would actually get bullied for the different types of music. And now it's actually paying off. So I guess Nirvana right on. really, it's my thing. And it really like stuck to me. It grew on me. So that's how that happened. Cool, man. Cool. And, uh, My dad was originally the one to get me into the rock and roll. Well, that's hip. Mm-hmm, it is him. He's cool. Nice. Yep. Well, well, this album is their second album, released on September 24th, 1991 by GGC Records. Yes. And I was just 20, turning 21 the next month. Just and I wasn't that. born yet, so. Yeah, I was just, this is, this is music of my era here. Cause this is mm. music when I was in my 20s rocking out meddling out whatever i was doing at that time i was listening to this and pearl jam motley crew freaking what about alice in chains Lord. and uh, don't talk about alice in chains lee will have a bad um um <laughs> yes yes lee doesn't like alice in chains or he no. loves i do like the album like and the and the devil did the whatever it was the bones or i, I forget the name the of devil it de left dinosaurs here yes yeah okay there's like facelift and um dirt that's what I, I, I do like. I do like facelift, and I like the devil left dinosaurs here. I uh, like those. You I don't can like the stand before. Uh, uh, I can stand jar of flies, but I love only, jar of flies. But only if my hands are tied and I can't press the off button. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So um, a number of labels courted the band, but Nirvana ultimately signed with Geffen. Records imprint of DGC Records based upon repeated recommendations by Kim Gordon of Sonic Youth and their management company produced by Butch Vig. It was the band's first release on the label as well as the first to feature drummer Dave Grohl. The album mm -hmm. cover which shows a naked baby swimming with a US dollar bill. Yeah, and that was actually originally a girl. On the fish hook just out of his reach is often recognized as the one of the most famous album covers in popular music. In preparation for Nevermind, Cobain wrote a number of songs were influenced by bands like the Melvins, R.E.M., the Smithereens, and the Pixies. He fashioned chord sequences using using primarily power co chords and wrote songs that combined pop hooks with di dissonant guitar riffs. His aim for the album material was to sound like the Knack and the Bay City Rollers getting molested by Black Flag and Black Sabbath. Nirvana recorded yeah. Nevermind at Sound City Studios in Van Nuys, California, in May and June 1991, and was mastered on the afternoon of August 12th at the Mastering Lab in Hollywood, California. This is really cool because Sound, Sound, Sound City Studios, where they recorded, is no longer there. And there's a, a documentary on that that Dave Grohl did. Really go good, if you guys could check that out, Sound City. Yeah. And hmm. um, one of the tracks, uh, my track of the week, is with them... It's, a, it's from the soundtrack of the Sound City movie with Paul McCartney. And you mean we're doing five songs? <laughs> no. I'm doing... I don't know if you guys heard me, but actually the original Nevermind Baby was actually a girl. And the... Oh, I heard that. Yeah, we heard that. And the th the... I'm just no, saying is I picked they two insisted songs. insisted that they wanted a boy instead of a girl. Lee, that was my track of the week, remember? <laughs> Paul McCartney. Oh! Oh, okay. I don't want to ruin I'm, it. I'm, I'm being kind of um, dummy. Sorry. And the soundboard from Sound City, Dave Grohl bought, and he's been recording Foo Fighters albums with that since then. On a, yeah. on actual real tape, not, an, not on analog tape. That's why it sounds so good on vinyl. 
if you listen to their album. It started with Wasting Light, where he started using that board for that album. It's really cool. That's one of my favorite albums uh, by them. I'm getting that on uh, huh. soon, but they ran out of it. Well, this uh, uh, we'll get into the charts after the album, but this album sold over 30 million copies worldwide, so it's triple diamond. Fucking awesome. Yeah, and um, Kirk Whittle, I think Kirk Whittle, yeah, took pictures of the baby, like, in the water. Yep. All right, man. Well, let's get into this album, shall we? And then we get to the song that everybody knows that... Smells like Teen Spirit! Yep. Smells like Teen... And uh, Allison Spirit, right? No. <laughs> <laughs> smells like Allison Spirit. All right. <laughs> like right Spirit. on. So what do you think? Or it sounds like Lee after he breathes on you and he's drank some spirits. <laughs> All right. <laughs> You know what a spirit is that he's meeting, right? Alcohol. Alcohol is considered a spirit. Mm -hmm. uh, and um, they're also talking about the deodorant, teen spirit. Yeah, I know. <laughs> oh, okay. I I forgot about that, so thank you for telling me. Any of you guys, You're welcome. Any of you guys heard the parody of the song called Smells Like Oh, Nirvana? of course, with Weird Al. Yeah. <laughs> That's a great oh, God. <laughs> I love Weird Al. All right. Smells Like teen I do, too. Smells like Teen Spirit. Allison, what did you think of this track? I thought at first it was, like, too overplayed, so I didn't like it, but then it grew on me, and I was like, you know what, I'll crank it once in a while, but, like, all the time I'm just like, meh. Yeah, it's... But I really love it. It's way overplayed, but it's... Way still, overplayed. It's still an iconic song. What did you think about it, Lee? Well, I like this song. I wasn't a fan of the video, because the way Kurt Cobain yelled and sneered and looked manic, I didn't dig that. I thought it was a bit intense and jarring for my taste, but the song itself is played well, and I do like it. I'm not a big Nirvana fan, but I like some of Nirvana. their songs. And this song I do like without the video. All right, and then we get to the, the next song, which Allison picked in Bloom, so... We'll come back uh. and review In Bloom after we play In Bloom by Nirvana. Here we go.
That was In Bloom by Nirvana. Why did you pick that track, Allison? I like it. It's way better than Smells Like Teen Spirit. And I tried so many times to learn it on guitar, then people were like, you're playing it wrong, you're playing it wrong, and I'm like, ah, screw it. Yeah, and I but forgot... I... <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, I forgot it... to tell you what I thought of uh, Smells Like Teen Spirit. <laughs> okay, well, we don't need to know. Well, I just said it's an iconic riff, and I like Dave on the drums, and it's ear candy, and still love it. But man, Kurt is so hard to understand on the lyrics. All right. He is. I no said we listen. didn't need to know. <laughs> Sorry. It's Lee. all good. Okay. Okay. <laughs> well, you know, no fans want to know what I think, too. Has, so they do? <laughs> Actually, you're the guy who gets the stupid people to like the, the podcast. No, the, the good people. Sorry, fans. <laughs> all right. What do you think of In Bloom? I, I apologize. <laughs> Um, well, well you're, 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 you're cool. You're cool, Allison. So, so I'm not calling you stupid. But anyway. I know you're not. I know you're not. Right on. I but usually. I apologize. I was like, because I'm oh. part of this. Oh, well, I apologize too, because now I'm a part of it. But anyway. <laughs> you said it. I was just like. Oh. Yeah. Sorry. It's okay. But anyway. It's fine. Forget about it. All right. It's right. cool. Forget about it. Yeah. <laughs> I usually don't walk. I mean, I usually don't talk about the words because I'm the music guy. And, Mark, you're usually the words guy. Well, that's the stereotypical division. But the words to this song are brilliant, but also have perhaps an edge of creepiness to them because he talks about a record producer who sells boy band music for money without understanding any of the soul behind the music. And when the lyrics say... He likes to shoot his gun. Well, there's one possibility Kurt is referring to Phil Spector, who would hold a gun to people during their recordings. But there's also another meaning possible, and it's rather disturbing. I can't say I love the music totally, but I don't dislike it. It's definitely the kind of song that could be on the radio, except for the subject matter of the lyrics. It's a 7 out of 10 for me. Yeah, Phil Spector was a nut. <laughs> yeah, but I do and like, not the I, kind you want to chew. I do like it when the Beatles like did a version of of Let It Be without the Phil Spector production. That sounded way better. <laughs> yeah. All right, and then we get to uh, Come As You Are, which you picked. Uh, so here's Come As You Are by. Nirvana. By the way, did did you give your opinion about the second song? I'm being nice and letting you talk. Oh, I didn't. Did I? I said another good song, but this is where the album starts to kind of like start sounding a little bit alike each other. But then later I changed my mind. Uh, same, it had the same tone, but then I listened to the album again. This is, I was writing this from memory as I was listening to it of how I heard the album. I haven't heard this album in a couple months, but now listening to it fresh ears, it's a lot better than I was thinking. Uh, this is a great song. I love this song. I said, I said, not everyone could be like Pearl Jam, but I love this song as <laughs> a joke. By the way, um, I'll just say quickly that I used to hear the song back when it first came out because I had friends. I never <laughs> bought it, but my friends would bring it over and they had copies and they would li listen to it and they listened to it loud enough where I heard it. So I haven't heard it since then, but back then I had an opinion about it, but my opinion is better now. Yeah, uh, I had, I'm, a, I'm just a burnout on this album because I got it when it first came out. 
and I put it in a car. All my friends would get it. What do you got to listen to? And they put it in Nirvana. And we sit in there playing Nirvana, getting stoned all the time. That's all we listened to was Nirvana. I said, can we listen to some Rush or some Pearl Jam now? <laughs> no, Nirvana! I go, fuck, man. <laughs> <laughs> you should have a Nirvana podcast with them. It's fucking, I don't even know. Every single doing. week, every single week you talk about the first minute of Smells Like Teen Spirit. The second week you talk about the second minute of the song Smells Like Teen Spirit and on and on. Uh, <laughs> all right, so let, here's uh, Lee's pick, Come As You Are on the Freeform Rock Podcast.
That was Come As You Are. Why did you pick that track, Lee? This song is probably my favorite from the album. It's better than anything else on it so far. It's better than the actual group Nirvana. It sounds a little bit like The Cure, which I think makes it really cool. I love The Cure. And that was actually Come As You Are. Um, Kurt stole a riff from this song called um, 80s by The Killing Joke. Oh, yeah! Yeah! Remember? By the way, Mark, Jazz Coleman, the guy who's the head of the group Killing Joke, he does classical music, too. I'll give you links to it. And so does Kip Winger of Winger. <laughs> and, and, and and you 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 wouldn't even hear when I gave you those links. I listened to your jazz links. I told you they were good, and I posted it on but Facebook. But the classic all you want. Well, class, it's not a classical thing that jazz was more in line with rock. I'm Mr. talking about giving you Kip Winger classical. Yeah, you it's... wouldn't hear it. <laughs> or Jazz Coleman, he's not jazz music. He's his name is Jazz Coleman. He does classical. I haven't heard it yet, but <laughs> I'm just trying to say, you're like, why don't you broaden your mind a little bit? I do. I listen to everything oh. you give me. Thank you. Oh, you know what? I'm being a dummy. I apologize. <laughs> it's uh, cool. What did you think Thank about you. Come As You Are, Allison? I love it. It actually helped me get through some tough times in my freshman year. I was just like, you know what? This is helping me realize who I am. I'm going to come as I am. This is just me. And I love it. And it's just helped me get through a lot of hard times. So yeah. that's why that also grew on me. And I still play it till this day. It's amazing. But I don't think it really sounds like The Cure. Okay. Yeah, um, I think this is a great song. It's very great... Uh... Like, sing, Great riff. come as you are, as you are, as you are, as I want you it's to a, be. I, I never, everybody said about Kurt, oh, he's such a great lyricist, and I love lyrics, and the thing is, I couldn't understand him, so when I was listening to this album, I was reading the lyrics, and they're a lot better than, he's, I'll get to that later, but he's a lot better than I really thought they were. Um, Amazing. It's a great song. And then we get to the next track, Breed, which Lee picked. Yes, Breed. Yes. So here's, <laughs> here's Breed on the Freeform Rock Podcast.
That was Breed by Nirvana. Why did you pick that track, Lee? I dig this a lot. It's a cool song. It's simple, but rocking, and has a groove I like. It's one of the best songs on the album. What do you think about it, Allison? I love it. And actually, Kurt Cobain was talking about nonsense in that song when he was going like, I don't care, I don't care, I don't care. <laughs> Sounds like one I of my it. songs. <laughs> Bugs on cheese. <laughs> yeah, that. yeah. Uh, that that doesn't mean anything. I know, but, but leave it leave it to Ralph Vieira to make it seem um, profound with the video. Yeah, wow, it's awesome. Uh, but what were you saying, Allison? I I, I I interrupted you. I said we could plant a house. We could build a tree. We could That's have a bug right on cheese. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought of that. Or you could have fish heads, fish heads, roly poly fish, fish heads, fish heads. Fish hey, heads. that eat them up. Hey, now. that's that's cool. <laughs> I love that song. All right, then we get to the then uh, my thing on this song is great punk here. Bass rules on this one. Good riffs by Kurt. This song rules. <laughs> yep. And then we get to the next track, which none of you two picked. Ah. So I had to pick it. Thank God. Oh, my God. I was going to say <laughs> thank right. God. You, 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 you. Now I'm pissed. Now nah, you're pissed because I picked a song that you don't like, I guess. So here, Yeah, you did. Here's Lithium by Nirvana. That's why oh, I said it was a. Song, oh, no. You ganging up against me. <laughs> On the Freeform <laughs> Rock podcast. I'm so happy Cause today Found my friends They're in my head I'm so ugly That's okay Cause so are you Book on beers Sunday morning Is every day For all I care I'm not scared Light my candles In our days Cause I found God
so happy Cause today I found my friends And in my head I'm so ugly That's okay cause so are you Broke on me is Sunday morning Cause every day for all I care And I'm not scared Light my candles in a daze Cause I found God That was Lithium by Nirvana. Why didn't you like that song, Lee? <laughs> I, I guess I have to have Lithium because, uh, <laughs> anyway, the best part of this song was when it was over and I didn't have to hear it again. It's okay, but it's also very stupid and I don't Why really you... like it a lot. I love it. Oh, God. So, Allison, why do you love it? Why I love Lithium is because, like, it's just so different and it's unique. And he's, like, when he's talking, like, I'm so happy because today I found my friends. They're in my head. I, I just love the whole story behind I it. I candles because today <laughs> I found God. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I actually, yeah. Allison, I do yeah, like yeah. how you sang it. I Wait. would hear you do it only so lithium a lot of people thought it was about like the bu the bipolar medication but it's not no it isn't but nah this is my it's about pissing lee off <laughs> that's, my, that's my job lee come on okay then Sorry, you're I mr lithium you, so leave it's, it okay, it's okay i i apologize i apologize if I don't um, um, it's, it's a good i'll say it's a good song because I don't want you to be afraid of coming back on the podcast. Because we always agree, Lee. <laughs> yeah, we do. Oh, God. <laughs> we're, we're the agree brothers. Gay <laughs> as can be, we always agree. <laughs> Until we piss on the wall. Ah, <laughs> I don't know. I'm right. pissed off. Anyway, go on. This is, uh, this is the best Nirvana song ever. This song, I love the dits from Slow to Fast. The yeah, 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 yeah. This is a masterpiece. I love this song. I like how it freaking dips and goes fast, goes slow. Freaking, I love the rhythm of the song. All right, but let's. That was Lithium. Let's get to the next track, Polly, which uh, Allison picked. So here's. Oh, I love it. Here's Polly on the Freeform Rock Podcast. Polly wants a cracker. 
think I should get off her first Think she wants some water To put out the blowtorch Isn't me having seed Let me clip dirty wings Let me take a ride, cut yourself Want some help, please myself Got some rope, haven't told Promise you, haven't true Let me take a ride, cut yourself Want some help, please myself behind it well I, I shouldn't say I love it I think it's very disturbing but like the fact that Kurt Cobain talks about it from like the rapist um, perspective on a 14 year old girl she's around my age which I'm a little bit shocked she went to this concert and then this guy like kidnapped her tortured her with a blowtorch physically like assaulted her raped her and it, at least she got away when he went to I think parole or patrol I think I think it was parole but it's very disturbing, but, like, when Kurt talks about it from the raper's pers rapist perspective, my bad, like, it's interesting, and, like, it's so smooth and soft, and they actually made it into a heavier version on Incesticide in 1992. Cool, I haven't heard that version. I think. Oh, I've heard it many times. Yeah, um, so what'd you think about it, Lee? Um, I like it. It's a refreshing change of pace from the, from the more electric rocking stuff. I'd actually prefer hearing a whole album of acoustic stuff instead of the electric stuff. Hey, dude, it's, it's a cool song. It's on Nirvana Unplugged. 
MTV. <laughs> I actually reviewed that album. I reviewed Nevermind. I reviewed. I pretty much reviewed all of Nirvana. There's just like I think three, four more albums that are left that I have to do. So. Yeah, I, mm. I have. I, like Lee said, it's a cool changeup. That's what I wrote. Cool acoustic song, different from the whole record, and a cool changeup. Exactly what Lee said. Yeah. Right. Oh, cool. Let's get to the next song, which is Territorial Pissings. What'd you think about this one, uh, Allison? Yeah, and um, Chris Novelistic in the beginning, he was so off key, but that's like what makes it so special. He actually sang the beginning, but I love Territorial Pissings now, but I thought it was like at first like too repetitious, but now I don't mind it. It's good. I love this whole album, don't get me wrong. So, what'd you think about it, Lee? I didn't dislike it, but it seemed like a song that didn't really do much. I wouldn't skip yeah, I it that. if it came on, but I wouldn't run to put it on either. It's fine. Seven yeah. out of ten. Yeah, I say I love the vocals to start the song. Take it from the hippy-dippy age. Uh, <laughs> from the young blood, it's the song called Get Together, where he goes, Come on, people now, smile on your brother. Everybody get That was Chris Novelistic. Yeah, and love one another right now. I thought you would have loved that part, Lee. It's like an homage to your I era. like that song. Hey, we should review an album by the Youngbloods. We should. They're okay. I do like that song, the original version. And I do I do and I do love this. It rocks with the punk feel and Dave is killing it on the drums. It's so fucking aggressive. Mm -hmm. I love it. And then we get to the next song, Drain You. What would you think about this one, Allison? I love it. And they were actually talking about, I think they were talking about, like, the baby taking breasts from, well, no, milk from the mother's breasts in that song. And But I love it. And that was actually Kurt's favorite song to play all the time. But I love that song so much. What would you think about it, Lee? Total waste of my time. I didn't like it at all. It next seems song, like you don't really like this whole album. He likes a lot of this album. He just doesn't like a couple songs so far. I just don't like the song that, yes. that I guess that, that that you say you really love. <laughs> but, but 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 the songs that you really 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 love, I picked. Yeah. Well, it, can, it's it, okay. it would it'd be boring if we all agreed on everything, wouldn't it? But uh, no, well, it would be, be like a utopia. It would be like <laughs> I, I I wouldn't need my my take this medication before talking to Mark in the morning pills. <laughs> well, that's your vodka. <laughs> well, yeah. Now, now I have to add Allison to it, but Allison is interesting because I think, wow, some of her opinions are great, and then, uh-oh! <laughs> yeah. But, but, but that's okay. It's like chili pepper and ice cream and pickle. They're all different, but they can all work, I guess. That's gross, thinking about it. Unless yeah, yeah. Unless you're pregnant eating ice cream and pickles. Yeah, yeah. I'm not yeah, a I, ice cream fan, honestly. I, I, uh, I, 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 I am. I, whenever I, like, eat it, it just makes me feel so sick to my stomach afterwards. Um, I, I you, hear you. Do you drink milk? Uh, occasionally. Yeah, maybe you have, you're a little bit intolerant of uh, dairy. Probably. Yeah. Do you like? Do you like? I mean, I um, have to because. Do you like? Do you like pizza? Oh, I love pizza. I'm actually Italian, so. Cool. All right, then, then, then. Hey, I, I take back all I say about ice cream. 
We're on the pizza. It's fine. I don't really care. I, I, hey, I, I'll say whatever I want to say in order to make this podcast good. I'm right. total fake. You'll, you'll realize that as we go along. I'm total fake. No, that was on the other But podcast. I'm very sincere. That was on the other podcast I did where the guy kept agreeing with everything I liked. And later when I quit, I hated those albums. I go, why didn't you say that on the podcast? Well, I wanted to make you happy. That doesn't make me happy. That makes me feel you're fake. <laughs> <laughs> who is he? I I, I'd like his, to. You know who all he right, is. Or, well, I mean, you, you don't have to say I that. I'm, I'm just saying. Who is he? I want to knock him in the... Well, let's just say it's the guy who I want to have a podcast with just to mess with him. That's all I want to say. Well, you have done a podcast with him on this show. (laughs) It's a a rock sponge. You know who he is. Uh, Okay, you you didn't need to tell me. I, I was just being kind of just hinting well, that, he, that he likes, someone... he likes Sammy Hagar one day and then hates him the next. I couldn't live with that. Just make it. It's joke. like that Anthony Bonix guy who was like, Thresher Die rules, and then one minute later he's like, Thresher Die sucks. And he's texting me telling me he, what, what, he texted me when Ralph first banned him. And I said, Why are you bugging me, dude? You, you, you called a girl a name. Of course he's going to ban you. Yeah, and I was the girl, so. Yeah. And I'm going. It's like, oh, go on. And I'm going, and then, so. then he texts me after I unfriended him and said, dude, I, I said I'd stop making fun of you for liking Sammy Hagar. I said I would agree with you liking Sammy Hagar. I said, dude, I don't need you to agree with what I like. I like what I like, and you're an idiot. <laughs> People it's in this like, world are sometimes so yeah. ignorant, so. And then he goes, you'll be back. And I go, what the hell? I'll be back. It's like, it's like the, goop, the vacuum. I said, the vacuum rules. And I go, the vacuum sucks. The vacuum rules. The vacuum sucks. Well, vacuums suck. I'm kidding. All right. So uh, we already talked about Drain You, except I didn't say anything about it. Drain You. Back to the sound from the first two songs. I guess this is the Nirvana sound, but it's really a good song. I love the break. It rules, and it's a change of pace in the break. And then we get to the next song, Lounge Act. What did you think about this one, Allison? I love the bass intro. Do, 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 Awesome song. And I would always play that in the halls and just like strut like, yeah, I'm fabulous. This is my shit. I love lounge acting. It's so like underrated. Just when you, Well, when you, overrated. Excuse when you me. Underrated, 16, overrated. When you, turn, when you turn 16, you should play that song and go, I'm 16 and fabulous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'll be my first song. Yeah. Would you July think? 16th. What do you think about it, Lee? It was better than the last song. It seemed to be a filler song, but at least I didn't mind it. I thought it was all right. Yeah, like she said, really good bass line to start the song. And it has a good swing to it. With the bass and drums, Kurt's vocals are killer. A good toe tap mm-hmm. here. And love the lyrics. Rick and I yeah, me it, too. He says, I got a friend, you see who makes me feel. And I wanted more than I could steal. I'll rest myself and wear a shield. I'll go out of my way to prove I still smell her on you. <laughs> it's just weird stuff. I, mean, I like it. And then we get to the uh, the next song, Stay Away. What did you think about this one, Allison? Eh. And I saw a guy do a cover with this um, coronavirus bullshit. He was like, stay, stay inside. I like that one, too, and I guess Stay Away grew on me, and then Kurt Cobain was shouting, God is gay! <laughs> Love it. 
Yeah, she got arrested for spray painting God is gay. Oh, wow. Uh, huh. So what'd you think about Maybe him? not in San Francisco he wouldn't have been arrested. No. But anyway. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, it's better than the last song. I don't love it, but I do like it. It's better than some groups I've heard, like Alice in Chains. <laughs> yeah, he likes this album better than Dirt. <laughs> I do. All right. I think this song is cool, and I like the rhythm, and the drums kill it. And then we get to the next track, On a Plane. What did you think of this one, Allison? Love it. And I love that lyric, I got so high. <laughs> <laughs> what did you think of I used to every day, but now I'm just like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. I'll be like, Anthony, you'll be back. <laughs> <laughs> I felt that way about Bon Jovi. Um, I, I, I was I was no longer high. I was I was I'm like I'm dumb. I'm dumb. Actually, I think I'm dumb. I think I'm dumb. That's another. I I do like Bon Jovi better than Alice in Chains, and I don't want anyone to know it. Well, you just well, said it. you just said it in front of Ah, people. shit. And you said it when we reviewed yeah. the Bon Jovi album. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I, I have foot in shit mouth disease. Leave you say shit, and you don't stop. Just wait till we do seventy eight hundred Fahrenheit. Oh no, please! <laughs> wait until we do that Coconut Hotel album by the group um, Red Crayola. There are forty four songs on it. 36 of them are one second long each, and we will have to review each of those songs individually. <laughs> All right. I, I, I kid I thought, you not. I thought you were going to torture me with another uh, fair port convention. Oh, shit. <laughs> or, There's actually an album that I think you'll like better by them. Or Grateful Dead. <laughs> There's actually... Oh, Grateful Dead. Huh? Love Grateful Dead. Right oh, on, man. Yeah, my dad um, you got can be the them. You can be the new host of this podcast. <laughs> All right. I was going to say, know, I could sit back free and record fuck it. Like... Mark, free fuck Mark podcast with <laughs> our new hosts, <laughs> Lee say, and Allison. I was going to say Doing that. We're grateful, dead. Then Mark is still alive, but not breathing on our airtime. I said I could do that podcast and record it <laughs> and just listen to you guys talk. <laughs> <laughs> so I wouldn't have to listen to the album. I'd be happy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, so I'm not in my right mind now. I'm 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 drunk. So forgive me. All right. Then you're we get fine. To, you're fine. Then we get to cool. Auto, thanks. Then I gotta say what I gotta say about on a plane. Great rhythm. Uh, was reading his lyrics. They're not as dark. He loves himself better than you. I like that. It's a good song. You know. The, a lot of these lyrics are not that dark that people make them out to be. There's a lot of yeah. like killer, fun lyrics in here that people just think, Oh, it's grunge. Everybody hates themselves. They want to kill themselves. Oh, how depressing. You listen to Pearl Jam, listen to Soundgarden, listen to freaking Alice in Chains. Not all of Don't it. Don't forget Silverchair. That's like after Nirvana just died. Oh, Can't yeah. forget them. Silverchair, I put in the box of Candlebox, and I love Candlebox. It's kind of... I do kind of like Silverchair. Yeah, they're okay, but they're not grunge. I love them. STP isn't grunge to me either. So, um... I, I think that, that, that 
Stone Temple Pilots are great. In fact, I made a I, I made a post um, during the time Scott Whelan was alive, and I said I would want to hang out with Scott Whelan and have a drink and talk about stuff. He seemed cool, and a, and and someone I knew on on Twitter responded, "Well, he's trying to not drink right now, so that wouldn't be a good idea." And then I said. We wouldn't have to drink alcohol. We could just, you know, um, go and talk anyway without that. And Scott Whelan actually liked my post. He actually liked right on liked my tweet, so he saw it. So then we get into the the original ending of the album, uh, something in the way. What did you think about this, uh, Allison? Oh, oh, love it. And by the way, I, I go on, go on, but but then after no, you're done, I'm. I was going to say, I forgot to talk about On a Plane. Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, it sounds kind of like Paul reviewing the Raiders. And it's interesting in that way. But it's not a great song. I don't hate it, but it's filler. Still, it's better than that other group we reviewed. <laughs> All right. So now let's get into something in the way. What do you think about that one, uh, Allison? I love it because Kurt Cobain was talking about like how he was homeless and he lived underneath the bridge. And I was talking about that. There was still like... Pit, there was like there was like pictures of like kids writing on the bridge like we miss you Kurt blah 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 and people still do it till this day and also there's two other songs on this track there's here she comes now endless nameless I think Sappy's on here yeah endless nameless we got we're gonna review because that was actually a hidden track after ten minutes out. yeah like Something let me way. talk about that for a minute um, I heard that too the hidden track endless nameless was mistakenly left off the first. 50,000 copies of Nevermind. Like, no, no, everybody yeah. forgot about that. And I was like, Ugh. And then, uh, Lee, yeah. what did you think about Something in the Way? Well, it's a dull song to close the album. But at least it's soothing in that sense. I could fall asleep when the song was playing, and it wouldn't bother me. I actually fell asleep in class due to that song. Oh, right on. Well, I think they should... I I guess that maybe the difference is when you slept, you smiled. When I slept, I had saber tooth teeth. <laughs> well, I think, <laughs> I think they should have changed the track listing around to end it with On a Plane, but if they really ended it with Endless Nameless, that's a good track to end it with, too. But we'll get into that when we get to that song. But this is what I think about something in the, in the way. A uh, very grungy and an emotional song. I think this is why people love this band. They spoke a lot about pain and being human. And not girls and sex that much. For me, I loved it because the drums and Kurt's voice. But I was listening to this album and started reading the lyrics. They're really good and poetic. Great song. Mm-hmm. And then, mm -hmm. then we get to the Endless Nameless that was a hidden track. What did you think about this one, Allison? Oh, I loved it. I used to play it all the time. I still love it. And Kurt Cobain in this song was talking about just silence and how, like, it's deadly. I still love it, like good five minutes of that and like the special effects are just amazing and like it goes from like all heavy and then like that song like do 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 where it's all often cool what'd you think about it lee that was awesome totally industrial noise and punk rock but excellent it should have been an official last song to close the album yeah, that's what I said. That would have been a good one. Or if they didn't put this on the album, it would have been on a plane for me. But uh, this is very deep depression in these lyrics. 
he said he died and go to hell, you know? Yep, silence kills. And so much distortion on on parts, it sounds like a surf song. You know, it sounds like freaking Dick Dale, whatever, in a surfing huh. part. You know, where they go, like, mellow? It sounds like a surfing song. Like a surf yeah. music. So much going on on this. Great song. If if you don't... So this is a song, if you like to get into the pit here, you know, get into a pit and start slam dancing each other. Ew. Man, Kurt, I don't go into the pit because I'm, I'm a pussy. But I yeah. don't want to get I hurt. go into the pit. Yeah, because you're not... <laughs> I don't want to get hurt, man, because like that. I, I, I was, I always, I like watching a pit, but I don't want to get into that because I had Yeah, hair. my friend once was at a Slayer concert and he was in the pit and then he had glasses and then he slipped on a beer bottle, you know, like a beer bottle and he slipped on it, fell forward and then he broke his glasses and he came back the next day. I was like, where's your glasses? And he was like, I slipped on a beer um, bottle at a Slayer concert. There's a song huh. for you, Larry, Lee. I slipped on a beer bottle. Um, <laughs> and and then that would go, and and you and you were underneath, and then I realized that was no beer bottle. You were just glad to see me. <laughs> it had something to do with that. And I love, <laughs> and I love Kurt. He's strangling that guitar in this song, man. Very like he said, industrial. And Dave is banging the shit out of his drums. A great way to end a good re great record. Yeah, and Here She Comes Now is also on there. It was a cover by... I forgot. It, it, it was a cover. I just remember the... I haven't bought... I just have the original version on CD. I haven't bought the... Was it the Cars? Anniversary. Here She Comes Again. No. Here She Comes Again. My Best Friend's Girl. Is that the, the, the cover? Here She Comes Again. No, it goes like, Here oh. She Comes Now, Now. Here She Comes Now. And when I played that song, it oh. was like... I was like pressing down my finger, like hitting the strings with my pick, and then like I was going from one chord to the next to the next, and then like the end of the video, I showed my finger, and it was like all red with the um, string yeah. like pressed on my skin, and I was just like, "Well, this is for you guys," and like my finger was all red, it was burning, and I was like, "Eh." I gotta get the uh, twentieth so. anniversary of this because Bob Ludwig mastered it. Great mastering. Uh, cool. Let's see. Uh, personnel on this album is Kurt Cobain. Uh, lead vocals, lead guitar, rhythm guitar, photography. Dave Grohl, drums, backing vocals. Chris Novoselic, credit as Chris Novoselic. <laughs> Bass and guitar I'll... and vocals on the intro of Territorial Pissings with additional musicians Kurt Channing, cello on Something in the Way. Chad Channing, cymbals on Polly, uncredited. Drums on the Smart Studio se Sessions uh. Uh, Deluxe Edition. Yeah. And fun fact, Kurt Cobain was supposedly offered the role of the heroin dealer in Pulp Fiction, which is why uh, Tarano Quinton was thanked in the liner notes to their Nevermind follow-up in, in Utero. Hmm. Tarantino? Or they said, yeah. they said his name wrong? or <laughs> I, I said it backwards, my bad. Oh, okay. Last name. It's okay. Name. Well, I thought maybe they wrote that in the album cover. <laughs> no, but then I find it interesting that Cobain was offered a role for Pulp Fiction, and I'm wondering to myself, man, a lot of Nirvana fans are a fan of uh, Pulp Fiction, and now I see why, because Cobain was offered a role. Nice. Hmm. And uh, this album date is number one in the USA, and mm -hmm. the, the 20th anniversary when that came out was number five, was number two in the USA. So, uh, top catalog albums, Billboard. I gotta get the 20th anniversary edition of this. 
I only have on vinyl. I wonder if they got it on vinyl. You need to look for that because I have it on CD. Uh, so that was uh, Nirvana's Nevermind. And well, wait, wait, wait. Even though it was named the best album of the 1990s and landing on no number 17 on its 500th greatest albums of all time, Rolling Stone initially gave Nevermind only four out of five stars, which kind of sucks. Are you talking about and Rolling also, Stone? And also, wait. I wrote down a lot of facts okay. to this. Go for it. And Nevermind was Nirvana's second studio album because, of course, Bleach came out. And despite having low commercial expectations, Nevermind became a massive success in late 1991, largely due to the popularity of, of course, Smells Like Teen Spirit. And by January 1992, it overthrew Michael Jackson's, well, I fucking hate Michael Jackson album. Dangerous at number one on the U.S. Billboard 200 chart. It overthrew Michael Jackson. I like Michael Jackson. Well, uh, I don't like him. He's a fucking pedophile, child molester, fucking weirdo. Well, somebody people say it. We'll never know because he's dead. We'll never get the truth. Some people say yeah. he is. Some people say he isn't. Well, I say he is, and I find it fucking disgusting. So. Well, I find it disgusting if he is, but I just listen to the music. Uh, it's like I don't like uh, political. I don't like uh, liberal Democrats, but I'll still listen to their music. <laughs> yeah, uh, like mine. Yeah, you're in the middle, Lee. <laughs> uh, I'm, right. I'm, 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 I'm in the muddle. And in that interview that I we played before started, uh, Kurt said that we didn't expect this album, like he said, to go that to be that. Just, successful he, he said, didn't expect it yeah he said but it's cool to pay the bills and go travel to have money yeah <laughs> so he was okay and mark money. you told me to write down some facts so i did and i thought i'd say them here so that's cool keep saying you have any yeah more? that's it all right then. i only manage what i can get because i had some things going on and then i just was like eh, this is all i can pull through and i think it's about enough yeah so uh <laughs> allison promote your uh youtube page and whatever you do yeah, if you send me, like, this whole thing we were doing, like, over my phone number or, like, anything, I'll just save it to my camera roll and post it. Well, it's going to be on uh, the podcast, so you could just download the podcast and put it anywhere you want. Yeah, you got to send me a link. Yeah, I will. It's going to be all over Facebook, <laughs> and I'll send All right. I'll tag you in it. And uh, so, uh, mm -hmm. she has a YouTube page, and she does Dr. Fuck memes, and... Yeah, and I make Lego animations, I make album reviews, I review movies, I sometimes make irate memes and stuff, but that kind of fell out because I was like, you know what, I dislike my music and movies and I like making animations. I actually am getting a new Lego set, so. Yeah, cool. I'll, I'll put your link up in the show notes. Uh, All right. For your YouTube That's awesome. page. And so That's now, we, now we get to our tracks of the week and you picked uh, 21 Pilots Pet Cheetah. Pet Cheetah, yes, I was just listening to that. Yeah, and uh, I picked uh, Paul McCartney, Dave Grohl, Chris, Chris Novoselic, and Pat Schmier from the Sound City, uh, Sound, Sound City Studios uh, soundtrack with called Cut Me Some Slack. So it's Nirvana without Kurt, but with Paul McCartney. Mm -hmm. Really great song. and it, It's you, awesome. And then you picked a song... Uh, Lee called Late by Lake called Scooby Doobies, which yep. is pretty cool because it talks about another fall, a uh, dead star today in the newspaper. So it kind of goes with this. Uh, wow, I did listen. Yes, to I, I am a 21 Pilots fan. I actually saw them in concert 
uh, almost a year ago when it comes June 1st. It'll be a year since I've seen 21 Pilots, and I hope to God I get to go and see Motley Crue, Def Leppard, and Poison, and Joan Jett, and the Blackhearts if this corona clears up. But thank God where I live in New York State, everything's clearing up because we're going to head into Phase 2 by next week. So I can go get a haircut, which I really <laughs> yeah. don't want to. I live in New York, too. Yeah. What part? Um, Manhattan. Mm, I'm in Buffalo, New York. Oh, okay. If, 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 if you know the... Um... The Tom's Diner that was on the Seinfeld show. Oh, of course I know where it is. I live about a 30-second walk away. From Tom's? Yeah. Nice. They have great, great hamburgers and coffee. Well, I had their breakfast there. I had, like, bacon, Canadian bacon and stuff. Cool. I, I love I, Canadian bacon. I, I, I really liked their, their food. I, a lot of people were saying it was not good. What the hell are wrong with people? There's a uh -huh. lot wrong with society. We yeah. live in a society that's from Joker. Love the movie Joker. I went to go see that in October. Loved it. Uh, I, own I am a huge superhero fan. So am I. Of DC mostly, than Marvel. I can't, I can't wait for the uh, Zack Snyder version of Justice League to come out so all that, all that crap will be cleared up finally. Yeah. Because in the second... In Superman versus uh, Batman, they had... The Flash from the future come and talk, warn Bruce Wayne about Superman to protect Lois Lane or he's going to go crazy. And that was supposed to be an offshoot shoot of uh, the Justice League, which they cut all out because uh, they fired Zack. He left and, and replaced him with uh, the other guy from the Avengers movie. Yeah. Josh Whedon and Buffy the Vampire Slayer. I love that. Show. I like um, Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, that's a great movie. James Gunn. Awesome movie. Uh, and then, then we get into Lee's song track of the week, which is called Fart Whistle, which is mostly instrumental. And it was written with who, Lee? Glenn Hansberg. Glenn Hansberg. It's a really cool track, dude. I love your keyboard playing. I don't know why you're not in a fucking band. I'm just... Yeah. You're a killer keyboard player, man. Uh, I, I hope that people will be like able to years. be in a band with me. Huh? Yeah. What'd you say? Well, what'd you say? I said I used to play piano. I I played oh. for like seven years and then I quit like in the middle of seventh grade because I started doing taekwondo and stuff. So I was just like, I can't do both. Oh, well, you could probably hit those keyboards with your taekwondo fist. Oh, uh, that was like uh, years uh, ago. Da, 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 da. Well, I'm I'm saying, hey, you. I'm just suggesting a possibility. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. I still have my Taekwondo stuff, but I don't like have any keyboard access unless I go to Guitar Center once. Oh, oh, oh okay. Um, I used I, to have um, a big, like, brown piano. My friend uh, Madison has a piano, so I guess I could play there. There was a time for about close to 10 years when I didn't play only because of situations and I didn't have the ability, but now I do again. Oh, that's amazing! Was, right there was on. a time when I when I couldn't. I'm sorry you went through that. Yeah. All but right. at least like everything's good now. Everything's yeah, good. yeah. It 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 happened um a while back, about like maybe fifteen to twenty years back. But oh, gee, but, I wasn't even born yet when that happened. Yeah. Well, nineteen. I I I'm aware. From I'm around nineteen ninety. From around 1990, I mean, 1990 to around, like, um, 
97 or 8 yeah, around that time. Alright, yeah. man. Let's uh, end this show with our tracks of the week. 21 Pilots, Pet Cheetah by Allison, Paul McCartney, yes! Roll, Chris Novoselic, and Pat Schmier with Cut Me Some Slack, and Lake by this late, late, the group Lake, Scooby Doobies, and Lee song, Fart Whistle. Until next week, Lee, you know what to do. You gotta say goodbye to all the folks out there. Goodbye to all the folks out there. Goodbye, everybody. I hope you all have a great day. Well, Lee said goodbye. I thought of... ah, I'm done. Okay. Yeah, you can say goodbye. It's all you good. Say you can say goodbye. say goodbye. All right. Bye. Bye-bye. So have a great day. Farewell. Avita saying whatever. All right. Later, guys. Stay glowing. Stay sparkling. See you all next time. Later.
love and the sink. We had shared a salad. My cutie cute cute <laughs> made the moment quite choicy. You have just listened to the Freeform Rock Podcast. All music played on the Freeform Rock Podcast belongs to its owner. If you like it, go out and buy it. Get your music on Amazon, iTunes, or at your local record store. Support what you love. Support the artist by seeing them live. Purchase their music. The Freeform Rock Podcast is not affiliated with any of the artists or music that we play. Thank you for listening to the Freeform Rock Podcast. You'll see you on the next episode. Until next time, stay free and rock on.